Hello and welcome to the Inside Dish, where we explore the culinary, distillery, and the winery arts in and around the Lehigh Valley. I'm Mike Dravenstadt, host for your gastronomic tour of the region's amazing food and beverage scene. I'm here with Vince and Natalie Tanasso, uh, owners and pasta makers and taste testers at Cousin Vinny's Homemade Pasta, which you can find in the Allentown Farmer's Market, which is where I saw you, and also the Easton Farmer's Market. Uh, Vince and Natalie, welcome to the Inside Dish. Thank you. Thank you very much. So Pleasure to be here. Vince, I'm guessing from your name that you're of Italian heritage. I am. Right? Uh, if so, how long have you been eating pasta? And what are some of your earliest pasta memories? <laughs> well, <laughs> being I'm 62, I... Obviously, I've been eating pasta since, you know, as early as I can remember, you know, three, four years of age, uh, going to my grandmother's house specifically and um, having fond memories of those days. In fact, I've mentioned before that part of my logo says just like Nona, and that is in reference to quality ingredients, basic ingredients, no preservatives and things like that. And uh, my memory is, is the paparadel that she used to make, which is a wide, thick noodle and usually would make a bolognese sauce, which is a meat sauce, of course. And so those are things that stuck with me through my life. And then how'd you come to start making the pasta yourself? Well, I have a couple people that really kind of pushed me into the direction of the business. But through the years, I was always doing stuff with uh, our families. Uh, we would go down to the shore house and I would be the one making the pastas and just kind of grew into what are you going to be making this week for this trip down and things like that. So we started doing raviolis. We started doing different things. And um, I think what really propelled me into the business was, was the support of my wife because, you know, taking the step in business is a big thing. And, um, but she had enough confidence in me to say, let's do this. And that's kind of how we kind of started. Well, we also, through a chain of events, we figured we had to do something and, I was disillusioned with the corporate medical world, so I was out of it for a while and figured we needed to do something, and I wanted to work for ourselves, and he's been putzing with pasta and breads and things like that, and that's where it started. And we had a lot of support from our friends and family. We started shipping all over the United States. Right now, we... You had asked us about our two spots, but we do have a kitchen in our home. We have two kitchens in our home. One is, uh, actually, they're both certified now. Correct. So we do deliver. We can't sell out of our house. He still delivers, and that is our third spot, or first spot, I should say. I think when when most people think about pasta, they think about going to the supermarket, getting something dried in a box. Mm -hmm. I want to talk a little bit about varieties in a second, but what goes into making pasta? I mean, I've made it myself, and... It's, it's relatively, you know, the ingredients are simple, but let's talk a little bit about technique and, you know, what goes into pasta, what makes it special, and, you know, how it gets from the ingredients to the water. I mean, there's a couple things. I would say the biggest thing is, is, is the flour that you use. You know, we, from a lot of doing, a lot of research with a lot of older Nana recipes, and I saw a parallel there as far as what was being used, and typically it's either a number one semolina, double O flour. There's a combination of a couple different flours that you could use. So what I did um, in the very beginning, I probably went through probably a couple hundred pounds of flour to get the right consistencies and things like that as far as when your pastas are being made. Because that's the biggest part. I used to make a lot of the pastas by hand, but we got so busy that I ended up having to get a machine. And I got a machine from Italy. And the reason why we go this direction is it's the best equipment that you can buy. And what they use for their extrusion is brass. 
okay? If you ever hear the reference bronze cut pasta, what that means is, is that the way it extrudes through the actual brass, it puts a little rough coating on it, and that's to pull the sauce into the noodle. So if you ever hear that reference, it's a bronze cut pasta, that's exactly what we offer. But as far as what goes into it, it's typically a combination of basically flour, water, and in many cases, egg. Now, with our fresh pasta, we always make it with egg. The dry pasta, differently because you're putting it on a shelf possibly for somebody's house for a year. And with egg, pretty much no manufacturers will put their dry pasta out with egg in it. Fresh pastas differently. But the ingredients are very simple. Um, and, you also- know using the farm eggs is a lot yeah. better product. The farm eggs are, you know, I'm a city girl, so to me... Uh... That's a great point because it's quality. <laughs> and we know we know what the chickens are being fed from the farmers. The and colors of the eggs, the yeah. consistency is... It's, it is. There, yeah. there really is. That's a great point about the eggs that we do use. So with the fresh pasta, that is the difference as far as what's put out on the market. But it's it's a pretty simple process. But the process of getting it right is the biggest thing. People say, well, oh, you use a machine now. Well, yes, I do, but it didn't just happen overnight where when I put flour in and it came out properly. But anyway, it's been a process and I feel very comfortable we're putting out a great product at this point in time. And how would you characterize the difference between your product and what you might find in a supermarket, more of a mass produced in terms of what the mouth feels like, what the texture's like, you know, what the product over, I mean, how it's presented as well, how it reacts to sauces and everything like that. I think it's a lighter pasta. Um, We tend not to eat as much of it when we do eat it. It's more satisfying, I think. It's a different flavor, but also um, going back to what he was just talking about, extruding it is just one of the parts of it. You know, he does nests, and if you don't do them right, they get stuck together. So it's, it's a process. It's a little easier with the machine, but also talk about the flavors that we use. You know, lemon, and, and we'll use the, the grate the peel and use the juice. You know, we use uh, fresh ingredients. Like, so I have an inside garden and an outside garden to try to have the basil and, and the fresh things. So we have themes sometimes, like um, we did a Veterans Day, so we did red, white, and blue pasta. So we try to do like natural spinach for green and different natural no. flavors for our colors. What she's referring to is, is as far as those the other things, we do artesian pastas. Mm-hmm. Like what she was talking about, so people understanding, we do a lemon pepper, we do basil pesto, we do things like that. We also do squidding pasta. So those are other things, and those are some of the things that Natalie's referring to as far as, you know, products. I think one of the biggest things, going back to your question, is is the difference when you're eating it. You do not feel bloated when you're eating this type of pasta. For me, it's a simple reason. It's what's not in the pasta, and that's preservatives. Um, we did an, a function for a large winery, and I met a chef who said he was having some issues, and I said, just try the pasta. And to make a long story short, he texted me, because I had my theories on maybe sometimes, you know, if you're not celiac, but you're having some issues. I mean, normal pastas that you buy in a store will give you a bloated feeling. So there's a huge difference right there, because there's nothing in it like that. So that's the biggest thing that we would know right away if, if a place was serving fresh pasta or or not. And what are some of the shapes that you're making that maybe you don't find conventionally, some things that are kind of different, some things that might be unique? 
Well, we make a lot of different popular cuts. Your penne's, your rigatoni's, your fusilli's, angel hair. A long fusilli. We make a, what's called a long fusilli. And that came out actually from people coming to events and asking, do you make a long fusilli? And I, at the time I had not. And as I said to my wife, I said, you know what? Enough people have asked me that we're going to start making it. Market research. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, yes. And so, you know, that's one there. The Nocchettis is another one. That's not one that you typically see at the grocery stores at all. All right. And Nocchetti is? The cross between a shell and a, a nochi. Okay, got it. Nochi. Yeah, yeah, it's, a, yeah it's, um, so it's different. Like people don't really see them. I've always gone around to different stores to kind of see what they're carrying, things like that, and marketing. And, and uh, do lasagna sheets. That's correct. We do. So la- some people want to do lasagna or do their own raviolis, which we, we do make raviolis also. Yeah, we can make pasta sheets that go from like four inches wide out to about eight or nine inches wide for customers also. I've learned over the years by cooking and also reading that uh, not all pastas are meant to be used equally Very in true. terms of what sauces are like. And I'm wondering what advice you can give our listeners in terms of how to match pasta with sauces or whatever else they're making. Well, I mean, one of the things I will tell people, because we get that question a lot, both of us do. And, um, you know, we do things differently also. You know, we love our pastas with the red sauce, et cetera. But we also do Evos, uh, extra virgin olive oil. But for the most part, like somebody says, uh, what would you use for a, a paparadel, which is a wide noodle. It's a thin noodle, but it's wide. A lot of people will use a bolognese sauce. Um, but we definitely will give them ideas of what they can use and do with the pastas, whether it be a side dish, what you want to try it with. Um, we did an event where we sold hot pasta bowls, and a lot of them we sold were with like basil pesto, extra virgin olive oil, a little bit of cheese on it, a little bit of pecorino. Some, yeah, chopped up, chopped tomato, up tomatoes and basil, basil and people spinach, just loved it because it was garlic. it was introducing a different way to eat the pasta. So, but that's you know it's been a fun journey so far. We're only into this about what thirteen months, fourteen months. December like was a year. Yep. Yeah, December. Okay. Yeah. And you're selling other products at the Allentown Farmers Market in Easton as well, in addition to your pastas, right? Yeah. As a matter of fact, Natalie just put together an extensive list of things that we carry. And that's going to be posted. And one of the things I'm going to say is that we're not just pasta. Right. And what I'm finding is, is that there's a lot of people in our area, the Lehigh Valley in general, that are looking for a lot of specialty items that are hard to find. We're starting to get a lot of referral and repeat business because of having some different unique things available. We also like to use local farmer markets. We're working with hinterlands because last year I found that we didn't have the time to go out to the places that we had our pastas and check on our products and things like that. So uh, she started this business. It's a couple, two females. They will take our products. So they're doing a lot of local products. So we're going to be starting, you know, getting some things from them because of the changes in the last year with us. We kind of downsized smaller businesses, promoting our farms and things like that. And I think the biggest thing was eating healthier, you know, being able to read your labels. Marketing is very tricky these days. And, um, in fact, we just had our hairdresser um, had asked me about a pasta that she had gotten online, and I looked it up, and it said this is interesting. Nine yeah. grams of fiber, which seems like a lot, right? It's a pretty good product, but the serving size was two cups dry. So by the time you 
cook it, you're eating three to four cups. Like, who is going to eat that? So I contacted the company, and they didn't understand what my issue was. And that, you know, she said a family would eat that. Right. So the whole family sharing nine grams of fiber. So it's a marketing. You know, people think that they're getting a healthier product. Right. And the product also had, like, starch and additional things that you really didn't need. With my background, I, you know, have nutrition. And I think what I also want to work on is some kind of um, educational, like, a you know, because people have a certain mindset. Well, people are definitely clearly more interested. I'm not going to say worried, but um, interested in what they're eating and what's on. Like I tell people, when you go to buy a box of pasta, look on the back and see the ingredients. You probably can't pronounce five, six words on there. Right. You know, so that in itself should... And it's not because I'm just selling pasta. It's just, you know, our background is is of such that, you know, we, we are also concerned about ourselves and try to help educate as much as we possibly can as far as foods are concerned. That's one of the things I love about the Allentown Farmer's Market. Um, everything is pretty much, you know, a good quality product. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we said we can find you in the Allentown Farmer's Market and the Easton Farmer's Market coming up here in May. Where can people find you online? Um, find me at CousinVinny'sPasta.com. And then social media, too? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. On Facebook. We're just uh, switching our website again. Got it. Okay. Hey, well, thanks for joining us here at WDIY. Uh, Vince and Natalie, best of luck to you, your business. Thank, Thank you. you so much. Thank we appreciate the time. Us. Yes, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'm Mike Dravenstadt, and this is The Inside Dish.